Welcome to the Beer and Pretzel Podcast. In this episode, we are playing Tales from the Loop, the role-playing game by Free League. And this is based off the popular art book um, by a Swedish author. I'm not going to try to say his name because I will not be able to pronounce it correctly. But Simon something and something. We are the Beer and Pretzel Podcast. We play one-shot role-playing games. We play them. We upload those episodes for your listening pleasure, and then we do an episode usually interviewing the creator of said game or reviewing the game, or sometimes both. Tales from the Loop is a game about playing kids between 10 and 15 years old in the 80s, but it's the weird 80s. It's a mixture of Scooby-Doo and Stranger Things. They're playing kids in the 80s that never was. In either this game you can play in Sweden or in the American alternate, which is what we're playing today, Boulder City, Nevada. Travis, Brad, and Becky are here. Three kids in the 80s, and some weird things are going to happen. Some cool mysteries. Uh, Usually how this game works is there is a main mystery, or if you want for GMs out there, you can play a sandbox version where the kids explore and find mysteries that are out there. I'm doing a combination. If people will stick around in our podcast long enough, they'll hear us play four different adventures as part of this mini campaign. Uh, we're playing the main campaign from the book, which is based off four seasons. Because it's the end of summer in real life, we're going to be playing the summer adventure. Been going in fall, we're going to play the fall version, winter, winter, and in spring, we're going to wrap this up with the spring mission. While there's going to be four missions for each season, I'm going to be sprinkling in some uh, side quests that's going to keep popping up during each gameplay. So you guys might hear rumors out there of other things that's happening in this world. You're probably not going to solve those side quests essentially in this uh, mission. But as we keep playing, you'll be learning more and more about weird things that happen outside besides the main mission. Now let's introduce our kids and play Tales from the Loop. Cue in on a shopping mall. In Boulder City, Nevada. Brad, what character are you playing today? Um, I'm playing the Troublemaker. The Troublemaker. What's his name? My name is Becky. Ah, Becky. Okay, that's not going to be confusing at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what would you like to know about me, Austin? So when... We're, this uh, game, you can't play in scenes, so I'm kind of picturing it as a movie. So, like, when the camera dollies in through this uh, very full shopping mall with your character's theme song playing in the background, what do we see? What do you look like? What does Becky look like? All right, so I'm standing by the fountain in the middle of the shopping mall, and I've got ripped jeans, and I've got a T-shirt that says fuck you on it. <laughs> I'm wearing sunglasses, and... I'm shotgunning a beer. And in real life, Brad is shotgunning a beer. Oh my god, beer is going all over his belly. Oh my god, he's doing it. <laughs> Can he do it? Travis, you want to dictate this? Uh, he's succeeding so far. Like, all respects to him. This is easily a 12... It's a 12-ouncer, I think. Somehow a 12-ouncer. I still don't believe that. There's definitely beer in his beard. And on his belly. And on his belly. But <laughs> his belly. He succeeded. Yeah, but... um. Some of the parents that are walking through the mall are giving me disgusting looks, but I just flip them off. I don't care. How old are you? I'm 15. 15? <laughs> I'm okay. a bad kid. You're a bad kid. I do not condone underage drinking. But where does your character <laughs> get this beer, by the way? Um, so I know this guy named Ted. He works at the movie theater in the mall. He lets us in um, 
through the back door to see movies for free. He also lets us use his car, and he hooks us up with beer and cigarettes. Ted sounds like a cool cat. And what... So, okay, well, I guess you already said. So you shotgun a beer, and uh, you drink it, as well as you did in real life, which is... Uh, I'll give you uh, a B- minus for that. Yeah, I made the hole a little too small. Yeah. No, it was pretty solid. Pretty badass. Um... So keep describing your character, what they look... Oh, no, you already said what they look like. So after you shotgun the beer, you know that soon you can be meeting up with the rest of your friends at the hideout. So when you leave, how do you get there? Do you walk, bike? Uh, what is your means of transportation to the area? Or maybe it's not very far away from uh, the mall. Sure, yeah, I've got a skateboard. I'm going to skateboard over. Skateboard? Okay, yep. sounds good. And I got two more questions to round your character out. I got two questions I did not ask you before play uh, that you're going to answer on the spot to round out your character a bit more. So, Bradley, what do your parents do for work? Oh, man. Yeah. I don't like to talk about my parents. What does your character think about them? Yeah, no. Um, not good relationship? No, nah, my parents think I'm just a troublemaker they think i'm up to nothing good um but yeah my old man he's an engineer i don't know exactly what he does okay and um my mom she's just a stay-at-home mom she's kind of a busybody. makes sense all right now let's cut on to becky becky when we cut to you your character is in a bowling alley your character's theme song, I Want to Be Sedated, is playing on in the background. Uh, people are bowling, having a good time. Uh, people are rolling around on roller skates. Spirits are high because for you kids, it is the summer, you're off from school. It's not going to be super long until you have to go back to school. But for right now, this is the most magical part of the year. When we cut back on you, what is your character doing? And who are you? I'm Travis, the rocker. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, I've gotten uh, a little bit into trouble because I refuse to wear the stupid bowling shoes. I'm wearing my Doc Martens, and I'm not going to take them off. Mm. And I'm just, like, scuffing up the floors and, like, throwing the, uh, throwing the ball down the wrong lane and, you know, just causing a little bit of trouble. Like, rocking out to my song, it's on checking out my mohawk in the reflection oh very cool a radical kid this one all right becky and when your character grows up what do you want to do or what does your character envision they would like to do or maybe they don't have anything in mind of what they would like to do when they grow up my band is gonna make it so big and we're gonna take our vw minibus and turn it into a tour bus oh that's very cool uh, yeah so what is this band tell us a little bit about the band. well i'm in a band with my two well I have a roadie. We'll talk <laughs> about him later. And my best friend, Becky, who gave me this sick nose ring in the arcade two weeks ago, looks dope. Uh, yeah, I play guitar, and I don't know what Becky's doing, but... They're in the band. She's in the band. She's pretty good. She's got a couple good connections. I think we're going to be really good. How long have you guys had this band for? Six months? Yeah, something like that. Six, Six months. months. Okay, pretty nice. And because you know soon after this game ends, uh, are you winning or losing against whoever? And who are you playing right now? Or are you just chilling at the bowling alley? 
I'm just living life to its fullest because living life to its fullest is punk as fuck. That is very punk as fuck, yes. We cut to the trailer where the weirdo, played by Travis, but the character I can only assume now to be called Brad, because you guys are going to make this difficult, lives. Am I correct you call Brad? My name is Brad Sorry. Brad Sorry? <laughs> yep. Okay. Right. Sorry. Sorry. S-A-R-Y. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice. We cut to you in your double-wide trailer home. The TV's on in the background. Your favorite song, You Belong to the City, plays on the radio. The movie on the TV and the music is drowning out your parents who are below you. Well, I guess there's a trailer, so they won't be below you. In the next room, arguing. Travis, why do your parents argue so much? Why are you on the verge of a divorce? Honestly, I, I couldn't answer that, but my best guess would be they're very unhappy and I might not be helping the situation. Oh no. Does your character acknowledge why you wouldn't be or is your character oblivious or is your character aware enough of what you might do to contribute to their unhappy marriage? I am aware that I might not be their picture perfect child. Okay, no, that's good. And uh, what are you doing when we cut to you? The TV is on, but you don't necessarily need to be watching. It could just be background noise. I'm actually restringing a guitar because that is my job. My boss gave me this job and that is, that's what I do. And your boss, you're referring to Travis. Yes, I am referring to Travis. And if I'm not mistaken, you guys have asked me from now on not to refer yourselves as your real name, but as your character's names, right? Correct. Yeah. No, right. no, you can refer to us as real. We're not no. going to answer. If oh, you, <laughs> if you say, Becky, what do you do? I will answer. Okay. Becky, the player will not. All right, that won't make things confusing. All right, well, I guess that emerges us more in the world, so I appreciate you guys thinking about the world <laughs> built in a little bit more. But yes, I am restringing my boss's, Travis's, guitar. So you're just like... One of them. The roadie follows him around to, like, helps the band, or do you, like, contribute in any way to the music part of this band? Not to the music. I am their driver and equipment operator. I operate the lights. David, aren't you 14 years old? We're getting in. Well, we're not an official band yet. Oh, or, I sorry, see, they're I see. not an official band yet. I'm not technically part of it. But when when we get of age, you know, I'll be their official driver and or like like transporter. That makes sense. And your character is the weirdo, Bradley. Sorry. And uh, what does your character look like? Uh, you know, I'm 14 years old. Ever unaveragely tall, but. You know, average build, you know, medium weight-ish. Uh, average looking face. Yeah, <laughs> so just average. Yeah, except for above average tall. Oh, okay, you're a little bit tall and stringy, yeah. kind of. Yeah, I wouldn't say stringy, but yes. He looks a little chonky. <laughs> <laughs> a little chonky. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else. You what, is your, what is your character's normal attire? Oh, I love denim. Oh. Anything denim. Denim jacket, denim pants, denim socks. I wear <laughs> only denim. Huh. Denim tidy whities We won't get into that, but maybe. Fucking <laughs> <like> weirdo. <laughs> what is your character's favorite food? Ah, favorite food. It's Eggs kinda... over toast. Eggs over toast, okay. Favorite meal. Uh, what's your character's experiences with robots, if any? 
Uh, the only time I saw one was at the county fair, so I haven't had much experience, but you know, they're cool. I'm, I'm a teenage boy, love robots. Is your character good with technology or not necessarily? Probably better than the other two, but probably not great. All right, that's fair. And uh, what does your character think about sports? They're shit. All of them are shit. Whatever basket, baseball-ish, uh, sink a hole thing. Yeah, they're all shit. And when you get up to, you turn off the TV, you turn off your favorite channel, you keep the radio on, and you leave to go out to meet the rest of the group at the hangout, you kind of walk in the living room. You're forced to walk through the living room where your parents are arguing. How do you get through that kind of awkward situation so i duck on the floor and i do an army crawl across, <laughs> across the floor because any social contact with anyone except for the boss is unacceptable i see and do they notice you doing this army crawl out or do they not even pay any attention to you at this point they don't even pay attention to it they used to notice but they don't care anymore and how do you get to the hangout so i hop on my big wheel and I pedal over. I love it. You By big wheel, you mean like the big tricycle with a giant wheel? Yeah, I don't think it was called big wheel back then, but that's equivalent to what it is, would be the, the tricycle with the big stupid wheel in the front. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. We got our 80s synthwave summer music on. Let's jump into this. Tales from the Loop. I'm excited. All right, before we get into the main story, I have a couple of questions for the group. So how long have you guys known each other, roughly? And I know you guys didn't get time to discuss this, so a little bit of this will just be coming up on the spot, and whoever says something first, that's basically what it's going to be. Well, I'm a year older than the other two, and I've known them since fourth grade, where I was held back a year. Mm. Um, I don't know how long they've known each other. Is your character not smart, or just bad with school? Um, Just bad with school. Becky... Or I guess it, this could be the open question to the group. When you guys have any fights, even if it's small or big, what are they about? What do you guys think? Um, I definitely notice when Becky's out of tune when she's singing. I'm like, ugh, you're a little pitchy, and we do fight about that. I stay out of all in any fights because social interaction is not amazing. Does any of your characters have crushed on each other, or is this 100% strictly just a friend group? Um, I feel kind of funny when Brad is around, but I don't know how I feel about that, so I just kind of ignore it. Makes sense, yeah. And what do you guys like to do? And uh, describe to the audience what you guys' hangout is. Where is your hangout, and what is it? So our hangout is an old VW minibus that doesn't work, that's just been parked out in a field and is kind of rotting out. We are definitely going to fix it and turn it into our tour bus. Definitely. I have been trying to fix it, fix it for the past, what has it been, six years that we've it's, known each other? Yeah. But it, it to no avail so far. Have you made any progress? No. Not at no. all. <laughs> it's still rotting out. I haven't we, fixed anything. We put some carpets over the big holes. Yeah, yeah, we did that. But and we put those beads up in the windows. Mechanically, it doesn't work. Mechanically, anymore. no. Mechanically, it doesn't work. You know, well, oh, I got the headlights go. working. I did get those working. Oh, okay. But that's it. So that's probably helpful at night when you guys go home. Maybe you turn it on to see the cornfield or wherever. Actually, you guys I do. Place I turn it on for uh, Becky and Brad's. Or, sorry, Becky and Travis's concerts. Oh, cool. 
like you guys' practice concerts. Because, yeah. you know, the lights, you know, gotta dim them out and then make them all shine and stuff. Yeah, because I, I am their lighting tech, so. Oh, I see. Lighting tech and the guy who, like, drags around the equipment and drives them around don't and stuff. drag it around. I helpfully carry it. You're the gopher. It. Brad's our you roadie. go for this, you go for that. I might be their roadie, but we won't, we won't classify it as that. Alright, so now all of you guys' characters have been introduced. So now let's go on with the story that we'll be playing tonight. For the audience, like I said, we're going to be dividing this episode into two or three long episodes. But... If you enjoyed this, and as long as you guys enjoyed playing this, we'll be returning for the fall chapter next month, and then the winter chapter probably a month or two after that. So with this one, let's cut back in. You guys are on the bus. You guys made it back to your Volkswagen bus. Maybe Travis, oh, I'm going to screw this up so many times. <laughs> Brad, you gave Becky, no, uh, Travis, the guitar that you worked on. <laughs> Whose guitar is it? It's my guitar. It is Travis's guitar. It is the boss's guitar. The boss's guitar. Okay. So are you happy now that you have your guitar? Oh, yeah. Are you very appreciative of your roadie? Like, are you guys all like 100% supportive of him? Or is, do you guys kind of look down upon him as a roadie? I think he's kind of a dweeb, but like, I feel bad for him. And he, I he kind of needs to be protected. He gets bullied at school. You always have to appreciate your roadies. So, you know, I always make sure he's got a beer in hand, a cigarette tucked behind his ear, even if he doesn't drink or smoke them. And, you know, I give him an encouraging punch on the shoulder that's not rough. Oh, that's nice. It's very gentle. He's just supportive. Yeah. I don't want to hurt our roadie or his feelings. But, uh, do you think he tuned that guitar right? Does that look right to you? Wow. Better um, let me see it. You better no, let me, you no, better... Becky, you're not touching my guitar. Speaking of which, of Becky, the actor who's playing Becky, can you introduce to the audience our beer of the week? Sure. We're drinking Coors Light. No, just Coors. Or yeah, just Coors. Sorry. <laughs> um, we're drinking Coors. It's one of the most popular beers from the '80s, believe it or not, and um, it's in a legacy vintage can, so it actually looks like it did in the '80s. Yeah, I love it. Go out and get them now at your local grocery store. This They're... episode of the Beer Pretzel Podcast is not sponsored by the Coors in any shape or way. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I know Travis... Oh, God, this is be so rough. <laughs> Becky, as a troublemaker, as evidenced by the first scene with you, you do drink. Does uh, Brad or Travis drink? Or no, probably not, I assume. You guys are 14 and 15. No, I totally do. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. These guys are a little bit too cool, it seems, for you. Look, I might not drink, but I can hang with the crowd. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And they don't peer pressure you, or do they? We don't know yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess we're going to get into that. So, you guys are at the van. You guys are enjoying the hot summer day. In Nevada, during the summer, typically, it gets to around 103, and sometimes it can get even hotter. So, usually... Um, kids usually stay indoors during the day playing uh, board games, uh, actually role-playing games. Dungeons & Dragons, Call of Cthulhu, uh, GURPS has uh, risen to popularity during the 80s at this time. So kids sometimes stay inside and they usually don't have access to uh, VHS, VHSs at this time as that's for people with more money. 
So you guys usually spend your days inside, but maybe this is towards the end of the day, or maybe you guys don't care about the intense heat. And of course, kids sometimes go to the local pool, or if they can take a bus, or if a family or a friend member can take them to Lake Mead, which is nearby, um, people often go there to the beach. So do you guys, are you guys content with the intense heat, or is this later in the day? Because you're, I'm sure your band does not have AC. It doesn't. I didn't get that fixed, and I do wear all denim, so it's a little bit warm out. <laughs> Travis, Travis, and I can be found in one of three places: the arcade, the movie theater, or the mall, or this van. Yeah, or the van. You can't find him at the van. You can't. No find one knows about the van. the van. No one knows where this van is. That's true. Only the three of us. Know about the, van. the first rule of this band is you do not talk about the van. No, it's true. What's the second rule? You also don't talk about the band? Probably. Because no one knows <laughs> about the band yet. The third rule is you bring stolen contraband. And any and all. Is that any and all. And the fourth, uh, the fourth rule is we have to headbutt each other to greet each other. Yes. It's very uncomfortable. It hurts. <laughs> you guys hear a funny voice above you. I found some cord. I found some cord. Happy me. I found some cord. Oh, what the fuck? If you guys hear a darker but strange voice still too. Lucky you, lucky you. I never have no luck. Poor me, poor me. What do you guys do? That's odd, especially concerning you guys. Where are we now? Are we heading to the van or are we at the van? No, you guys are at the van at this point. Okay. So, because no one should know about the van, right? No one does know about the van, so I stay hidden. I'm laying in the back of the van with my legs crossed up on my elbows. cool kid what the fuck is that <laughs> i was strumming my electric guitar working on some cool riffs for the new song and i stopped strumming and i'm like i i don't know what i don't know poor me poor me then you hear clickety clack 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 on top of the roof of the van uh-oh that's uh creepy and disturbing all's hells to the no Nobody steps on the van. I've been working on this thing for six years now. Yeah, Brad, we gotta figure out what the fuck this is. No, no, no. It has to go. I don't care what it is. It has to go. Okay. So what do you guys do? I go and whoop its ass. I try to. I I push Becky's arm and I'm like, aren't you gonna go help Brad? All right. So the two of you go outside uh, with no weapons, probably, but you guys go out there, your fists at the ready, I assume? Yeah. You guys go out there, and on top of the van are a couple pigeons who just look at you with the dead expression pigeons have that show that there's no brain cells back there. They just look at you guys. I shoo them off the van. Quickly. Uh, they hop down... And they keep looking at you guys. And uh, they float over together as a group a little farther down the trail. And two of them go to a very large stick. One flies over to the left and one flies over to the right side of the stick. And they both in unison grab the stick and lift it up in the air. I'm going to pick a rock up off the ground and throw it at them. A rock? Okay, sure. And this will be our first skill check. And I wish I had my own character sheet so I can see what skill would make most sense for this game. Would that be um, force? 
Uh, fours would make the most sense, yes. All right, cool. So in this game, you roll a combined... Uh, they use a free league standard uh, system they use often in Alien, Forbidden Lands, and upper games of you add the amount of dice from your attribute to any points you would have in the skill. And you roll that, and any sixes counts as success. Any upper roll is just considered a failure. And usually, unless it's a hard check to make, in this case, it's not a hard check, um, you just need one six. I got one six. Okay. Uh, you hit one of the pigeons, and it goes, Ow, ow, bad boy, bad boy, bad boy. Um, I'm a girl. Oh, bad girl, bad girl, <laughs> bad girl. I, I keep again. Yeah, you're Becky. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, maybe they don't have good eyes. They misgendered you. <laughs> bad girl, bad girl. And uh, one hits the ground and starts hopping away um, with a limp to it. And the other pigeons start, like, swirling around it, going, help, 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 help. And for you guys, of course, it's the weirdest thing, because pigeons don't talk. How does uh, Brad and Travis react to all this? Becky already had her turn, and she, with a good shot, nailed one of them. So I stumble out of the van when I hear the, like screaming pigeons and realize that they're actually pigeons and I just kind of like stare at them for a second and I'm like what the what the fuck yeah and that's it <laughs> I have no other reaction so I turn to the boss I'm like I I don't know what's going on but this this is some messed up shit I don't know if you guys gave me something in my drink or something orange juice, but this is some messed up stuff. Not today. Fair. <laughs> the rest of the pigeons abandon one of their own and fly off. In unison, as a group like an arrow, they start heading off towards the the lake. Or, I think it's the ocean. The lake uh, which connects to the ocean. This is Utah. Uh, no such thing as an ocean. Uh, that's true. I guess it would be a big lake then, yeah. They start flying towards the lake. At this point, what do you guys do? This is the introduction of our mystery. So for you guys, remember that you guys are kids in the 80s. Everything, while this world is a little bit unique, scientists have opened what called the loop. Basically, science bases that have um, brought in advanced technology and some people claim other things to this world. Life is still boring and mundane to you guys. You guys, while there are people that own robots that do the heavy lifting for them, and there are things out there people claim, for you, life is still boring uh, in the 80s. It's summer. You don't have any toys or uh, Xboxes to play with. So for this, this is something you guys strive to figure out this mystery. So where would you guys like to go next, or what clues do you guys want to try to uncover? At any point, you guys can give yourselves or give me a scene. If you guys want to go off and go do a scene, that's fine. We don't need to narrate how you get there. We just jump and you guys can do your own scene. But you guys can, of course, do scenes together. So, what do you guys like to do? So that bird's not dead yet. It is not. You guys want to have a talking bird as a pet? Uh, do we not? Like, it could be our, like, our band bird. Dude, that could be, like, our mascot. It could be our band mascot. Does not want a talking bird in their life. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go check out this bird. 
Okay, so whoever wants to go try to catch it, they're gonna have to do a sneak check to sneak up to them. So who would like to go up and try to sneak? You guys, multiple people can uh, try to do it, but if one person fails, it's gonna be a failure for everyone. So it'd be just probably better if one person rolls. All right, I'm the one that hit it. I'm gonna go over and grab it. And how do you sneak up to it? Um, I'm just gonna, so like it's rolling around and I'm just gonna put the sun at my back and I'm just gonna kind of like crouch over and move she's, up to it. She's kind of little too, so. I'm very little. I'm only like four foot nine. That Becky's sure a small person. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very small. She's like five foot. I especially think. when I am a, especially as a teenager, I'm a very short teenager. I might yeah, grow but, later, but, but I'm you're a teenager. You're very, very high heeled boots, so. No, I'm not wearing high heeled boots. You could seem taller than you are. So, how many points do you have in your attribute and the skill? Five in body, two in sneak for a total of seven. Ooh, sneaky, sneaky. All right. Any sixes? These are Austin's dice. Of course, there's no sixes. No sixes, and your dice are very hard to read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anyone is closer to dice, like Becky, you can look in and let him know if he hasn't any, uh, so he doesn't have to go oh, yeah. in. Hit the mic. Hit Please. the mic if you had harder bad. next time. Might be. <laughs> so Come on, Travis. at this point, <laughs> yeah. you would uh, you would obviously fail with this unless you want Sorry, to push Brad. yourself or use your character's one drive for the session to get a re-roll or any luck dice you might have you can do a re-roll no nah, i don't really care about the bird i don't really like birds i don't like birds or fish that's true they're they're awful so like i don't, I don't care what the bird does <laughs> okay no that's fair so <laughs> In this game, when you fail, either impose some kind of penalty on you. Maybe I give you a condition. In this game, you don't take damage. In this game, because you guys are playing kids, the creators chose that this game is wholesome enough that this game isn't a dark game. You guys cannot die. You guys can become broken and injured, but next session, you'll be okay. You take a series of conditions, so maybe I can give you upset. Maybe you get really upset by chasing this and fail. And in future rules, you have a minus one penalty. In this, though, this is just a beginning. I'm not going to give you a condition. The only negative is that it escapes. It goes off maybe into um, under a bush or it hops across the road and escapes. Um, but the bird gets away. You're not going to be able to catch it. Or maybe at this point, it actually gets its uh, wings back and it flies off. Yeah, because we don't promote animal cruelty. So, like yeah, it gets its wings back and it flies off. So now you guys have this mystery. You guys don't have the bird as a clue anymore, or as you guys said, a flying talking pet, which is kind of cool. And adults are not going to believe you guys. So this mystery is kind of up to you guys. So one by one, I'm going to give you guys each a scene. I can give you the scene, or you can suggest me a scene. And if you want, you can volunteer someone else to go with you to a certain location. But yeah, let's start with the character known as Brad. Brad, what do you want your scene to be? So I asked the boss if he would like to go with me to the lake to try to find more birds as talking pets because that seems to be where they all went. Yeah, we okay. definitely want to do that. Sounds good. So you guys take a bus over and you guys eventually get to Lake Mead. At this point, when you guys start searching around, at the moment, there's not really any birds in sight. And what birds you see 
they seem to be acting normally. But if you guys want to look harder, maybe you'll find something that you aren't noticing by just doing a quick walk on the beach. If there's any kind of search or perception-based skill, one of you investigate. guys There's investigate. Perfect. All right. Let's get a roll from that. Yeah, investigate would be good. And... What's the... You said there's a max of seven days? Uh, no, I... That was just a, a number I threw out there. It could be more. Okay. Actually, no, it would be eight would be the eight max. Eight is your max. Good. I have eight. And in this game, really, unless it's like a group-based skill, you don't really roll um, multiple times so Becky won't roll to investigate too like Dungeon Dragons everyone rolls it if anything Becky or in this oh god damn it in this case Jeez. it would be Brad would give you a helpful dice but Becky or Be Brad whatever your fucking name is <laughs> you're Brad you're a roll so you don't get a help dice any successes? I know of at least one we'll see if there's more okay uh there is two three two. Oh, okay. So that kind of counts as like a critical, so you can get some extra effects that you can suggest or not. So I'm going to give you the base of what you find, and if you want to have any ideas of any other things you might find or uh, increase what you might find, that's fine too. So you find, you keep searching the beach, you keep going farther and farther down. Uh, the sun is starting to go down a little bit, but you guys keep going. Maybe you guys borrow a friend's uh, bicycle to keep going down the boardwalk. You do eventually find a large number of dead birds. These are common birds, uh, chickadees, blue jays, stuff like that. So they're not the pigeons that we saw earlier? They're not the pigeons, no. Okay. Uh, you don't see any more pigeons, and they appear to be clawed or pecked to death. It doesn't appear that they were strangled by a cat or anything like that, or shot by BB gun. Definitely, uh, yeah, clawed. Right. Clawed or pecked? Like a birdie did it? Such Perhaps. as a pigeon? Like a pigeon? Like a fat pigeon did it? If there is like some kind of pigeon? medicine roll, you can roll that. Otherwise, you can just assume what there is. No, there's just investigate. Okay, that's fine. So, before I give a scene over to the character known as Becky... You guys, when you guys are interacting with people, maybe you guys uh, talk with people to try to figure out, hey, did you guys see a pigeon this way? You guys overhear some things. People are talking loudly on the beach about something weird that's going on. Did any of you guys see a flock of pigeons? The one group of people did say they did see some pigeons flying over the mainland coast out, because it's a really big lake, out towards some of the islands. Um, and it did seem like when they describe it, they, it sounds like there's more swarms or group of pigeons than the small group you guys saw. It looks like they kind of got together as like a flock and then flew out out into the water. Do they know the names of these islands that they went towards? Yeah, they said there is, uh, if I can bring it up, past Big Boulder Island there is Little Boulder Island, Rock Island, and Sentinel Island. They don't know which island the birds went. They just went out towards the islands. But they went past Big Boulder. They went past Big Boulder, yes. Okay. So anywhere between Small Boulder to Big Rock or whatever it was. Yeah, and Sentinel Island. Okay. All the way from Small to Boulder. Yeah. Sentinel. Okay. You got it. And your name is again? Travis. Travis. 
you over here while the weirdo is interacting with people you over here other people this doesn't sound like anything relating to the birds as you guys chug up your cores we do hear something <laughs> else that's strange maybe things that's going to happen more in the future you hear people talking about where is that they talk about the beach is swarming with people talking about werewolves well hopefully that this is some kind of just people just bringing up rumors but they talk about a group of people that went to a student uh, orientation training and they were injured by some kind of man wolf thing and multiple people were injured now to talk the town is about werewolves and the local deputy is trying to calm people down about what is obviously just some kind of misunderstanding we're gonna cut away to now becky becky what scene would you like unless you want me to give you one where do you want to be um i'd like you to give me a scene sure so you are back home so uh, you returned back home, I'm not sure why. Uh, maybe you went back to get some food before you joined the rest of them. What's going on at home? When you come home and your mother is there crying, when you get there, she wipes away her tears and goes to make you a sandwich and pretends everything's okay. Do you have an idea why she might be crying? I don't know, she, she talks to her friends a lot on the phone, so maybe there's some drama or something. Yeah, she, perhaps. She's kind of checked out. She doesn't really do much around the house. Okay. When you um, walk by your brother's room, tell us a little bit about your brother, your older brother. Oh, my goodness. Dave, he's such an asshole. Like, dude, he's such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. Like, so... Okay, like, I like to read... Like, a lot of people don't know that about me, but I really love to read. And, like, he'll just go into my room and, like, start throwing the books off my bookcases. And, like, so, okay, like, mom and dad don't know that I drink, so they hide their liquor in my closet because Dave is an alcoholic already and he's only, like, 16. So, yeah. So... Thanks, mom and dad. When you walk by his room, you're expecting him to go... Fuck you, weirdo. Or maybe uh, chase down after you and knock something out of your hand. Because uh, that's just the asshole brother he is. Yeah, he is. When you walk by his room, though, you're shocked. Uh, he is sitting in his room without a shirt. But that's normal because you guys don't have air conditioning. It's really hot as balls. So a lot of guys won't wear a shirt during the hot summer days. But what is really weird is that he's just sitting there, a somber look on his face. He doesn't look like he even has the energy to get up and just be a dick to you. He's just sitting there, leaving through a magazine, kind of a depressed look on his face, and claw marks on his chest. Like you're some girl with really long nails or maybe even a wild animal torn into his chest a little bit. So that's weird. After you go home, maybe you spend some time reading you eventually decide you're going to go meet up with the rest of the group. Uh, but until then, you're going to sit down with your mom and have that sandwich she made for you. Is there anything you would like to talk to your mom about? Or maybe you can ask her anything about town? Or this is your time to either talk to her to learn more about her? Or to maybe learn some clues about what's going on? Or maybe other things that's going on in the city? Because 
while Boulder City's not a small town, it's not a huge city either. Okay. News um, travels fast. Well, I'm, I do love my mom, so I'm going to ask what she's, if everything's okay. She says, it's, it's just your brother. You know how he is. But this time, it's different. Like, different how? All right. Uh, if there's, I think Heart has a couple kind of persuasion rolls. I'd like you to roll some kind of persuasion-based skill to try to get something out of her. Sure. Um, would you say charm or contact or what? Um, that would be a charm roll. Okay, cool. I've got six. No successes. No successes? Uh, do you want to push it? Oh, oh, wait. I couldn't read that one. It, I had one success. Yeah, I know. I have a bunch of those dice that are kind of dark. You want to play some with some of the upper ones over there, maybe? Yeah, like that red one. Yeah. Okay, so a six. She goes, I don't know. He came back last night. He hasn't been speaking to me. Hasn't been doing much of anything at all. I don't know if he got in with some kind of gang or wrong people or maybe some kind of girl who's too bad for him. I don't know, but the sweet boy that I love is changed. I, I Things will get better hopefully soon, but I worry about him. When he came from home from where, was he... Was he like at work or was he hanging out with his friends? No, I don't think he's been to work in a little bit. Uh, he says he quit, but I think he got fired. When he came back, all I know is that when I was going through his clothes to wash him the next day, there was a lot of pine needles attached to him. Like he was rolling around in the woods or running around in the woods or something. What a weirdo. Yeah, what a weirdo. I... Uh, no, don't say that. Don't say that about your brother. He's a he's a good boy. Now, don't you follow in what he does and go out. Don't go out to those woods. They get dark and deep, and I don't want you to get lost. Don't worry, mom. I don't want to go to the woods. We don't have to have a scene if you guys meet up. If you guys want to meet up, you guys can continue with uh, the groups you guys have, or you guys can just cut to when you guys have a different group formation, or you guys maybe split up. This time, I'm gonna start with. Travis? Travis. Yes, you're Travis. Me and Brad are still together, and we decide that we should call a bit, call Becky, so we like called her on a payphone to meet up with us. For some reason, she wished me a happy birthday, even though it's not my birthday. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we decided we wanted to all meet up and figure out what to do from there. Where would you guys like to meet up? Somewhere in town, maybe a coffee shop, the arcade, maybe? The arcade's a great place to meet up. It may be the most you guys meet up at the arcade, which for some of you guys is your favorite place to be. It's our secondary, or some of our secondary hangout. I've got the high score on Space Invader. Space Invader, oh, cool. Yeah. Do other kids uh, kind of look at you and be like, oh, that's the cool kid. Yeah, yeah. they're like, oh my god, he broke the record. She? Uh, she? She, god damn it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> When you guys meet up and you guys start talking to each other about maybe what you guys have been experiencing over the last hour, you guys learn some information, you probably tell the rest of the group about the weird uh, things you've been learning about your brother. Where do you guys do this? Are you guys lined up one by one playing an arcade game? Do you guys maybe sit down uh, where people have lunch? Where are you guys doing this at the arcade? I'm watching Becky play Space Invaders while we fill each other in because she's so good at Space Invaders. Cool. 
How are you doing on this uh, run of Space Invaders? Um, so I'm actually a little distressed. I, we just got to the arcade, and I went over to my machine, and I noticed that somebody else beat my high score for Space Invaders. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah, that's probably stressing you out, and you're probably having a pretty horrible run right now. Yeah, it's not going great. You guys overhear other kids talking. One kid mentions the other that, oh my god, did you hear Mayel? <laughs> Mayel was, he went to school late at night because he left his backpack at school, and he was chased, what well, he said at least, was chased down a hallway by a man in a black mask. He escaped, and I don't know if he's telling the truth, but the person stayed behind like some kind of ghost or a gremlin. Ooh. Even someone says, oh, it's probably just Jeffrey Fatty Allen. Even the girls go, ew. And it's just things you guys overhear. Maybe we'll come back in the future or not. So do we want to try to chase down some more talking pigeons? Or do we want to, like, follow your weirdo brother? So... You guys kind of lost... Well, you guys do have an idea of where the pigeons went. So maybe you guys could chase after them. You guys also... You guys kind of did lose them. Maybe there's someone in town that might know more about these birds or something. Or a professional who knows more. But yeah, you guys could also chase going to the woods too. Yeah, guys. My mom's really worried about my brother. I don't really care, but like... I guess he came home like with pine needles and stuff all over him. Ooh, spooky. Is he turning into, like, a hippie or something? I don't know, man. Do you get into that sauce? I don't know, man. You never can tell with Dave, but, um... Fair enough. That's fair. I don't know. Mom said to stay out of the woods, but... Maybe we should go into the woods. That's what I'm thinking. Do you want me to go to see Hobo Jim first? Everyone wants to go see Hobo Jim first. Brad, they're talking about going to this kind of spooky woods. Oh, hell no, I'm not going in there. I was about to say, wouldn't this be a little... Too much for you. Maybe this is a scene for them. This is definitely a scene for them because I'm not going in there. Why aren't you going to the spooky woods? Because it's the spooky woods. Who goes into the spooky woods not expecting to die? I guess Becky and Travis. Well, you could you could do some maybe some recon work about these pigeons while they go do that. I go and find the science teacher from the school to try Mm. to find out more about bird species in general and if pigeons can talk. Which I know they can't, but, you know, got to find out anyway. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And you're going to go off and do that. So this, for you, could roll a contact roll to find him and get some good information out of him. You guys are going off into the woods to investigate more? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Travis, any success? One success. You find the science teacher. He is not looking very good. He looks like he is uh, sick or maybe just mentally exhausted or something. He does not look good. Oh, he, average Tuesday, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the average uh, teacher at a public school. Yep. So how do you bring this conversation up? What do you specifically ask him? Well, me and some of my friends. I call them friends. Uh, we're hanging out in, in a special place, and we found some talking birds. Uh, I, I want to know more about bird species that can talk like humans. He goes, can you? Can we not do this right now? No, no, I, we can't do this right papers. now. We need to do this right now. I, do I need to send you and your friends to the principal again? 
talking about birds. I mean, it's summer break. Come on. That's true. Why would he be grading papers? Well, I guess, uh, isn't there programs that happen during the summer? Yeah. summer school? Summer school. Summer school. Would, would you, uh, Becky, be involved in the summer school? If he showed up, up, yeah. Or if she showed up. I don't care. <laughs> she would be. But she doesn't show up, ever. He goes, we're not having this conversation. While you're no, no, at no, it, we need to have this conversation right goes, fucking now. He goes, no. No language here. Get out. If you want to talk about crazy bird stuff, you can go talk to Christopher Boyd. Isn't that crazy? Birds can speak. Have you ever heard of parrots, mother? <laughs> Trucker? <laughs> he goes, I will be sending an angry letter to your teachers. Uh, you are my parents, teacher. To your parents. If you want to talk about birds, talk to Christopher Boyd, the crazy man. Does he like birds? If he does, I'll go talk to him right now. Where's his, where's his address? Come on, give it to me. He goes. You know, he worked as he worked on NBC talking about birds. He was crazy about them until he was bit by a swan and has hated them ever since. He goes, you know, the crazy man at the edge of town. Is always, he collects a bunch edge of, of town. Birds. I like the way you think. Let's go. He goes. I'm saying here. No, no, no. Let's go. You're not talking to me like this. Get you the fuck out want of my to find out as much about the bird side of you. Come on, just no, just a I little don't. Bit. I don't care about what you're talking about. Just a little bit. Come on. I'm going to talk about <laughs> to your uh, parents just about how you're bit. swearing at your teachers, <laughs> being very disrespectful, ordering them around, and lying about talking birds. I wonder how I, do you birds. I bought better out of you. <laughs> I wonder how Brad's parents Brad. would feel about uh, the teachers swearing at Brad, though. This is the 80s. They can do whatever the fuck they want. He's like smoking a cigarette already at his desk. He's getting the ruler ready to beat the head in. As we say, a cigarette, yes. <laughs> Come on. Let's go find out about the birds. Come on. You can roll a harder, a hard, uh, you need two success um, charm check. Well, we're not succeeding at this one, but let's give it a try. Why not, I guess. One success, not two, unfortunately. One success is not for him to give you the address of where he lives. Like, he tells you the road. He basically says uh, the creepy house with the large bird cages outside. So you do know where he lives. He just won't go out and help you. Yeah, so Got what I want. Have a good day. Enjoy grading <laughs> your papers in the middle of summer. <laughs> Peace out. And I dip. And he dips. Becky and Travis, you guys get to the woods. Um, the woods here is a, like a national park for, uh, uh, it's the local park nearby. I don't know if he does an actual name. It's like Lake Mead Park or something. Uh, Boulder Park. There is a ranger station. There is some kind of like a boy scout, uh, like camp nearby. And there's like a small general store. Besides that. Once you go into the forest, it's just an open forest with some campgrounds, um, but a lot of thick, dense woods. What would you guys like to do? Let me know what you guys are trying to accomplish or what you guys would like to do. I suppose we should investigate the trails and see if we find any sort of scuffle or try to see if we could see like somebody going off trail, like any prints and tracks going off trail anything suspicious looking while you're doing that i'm trying to come up with a killer band name because we still we've been together for six months and we still don't have still a band need name. a band name yeah 
six months or six years? Well, the band has been together for six for like months. six months. Oh, I Me see. We've had and like Travis have been together for six years, and Becky has known us for what'd you say, ten? Uh, yeah, something like that. I don't know. Since like fourth grade. Yeah. Okay. So Becky, you can. Oh, god damn it. Uh, Travis, you can roll for like a search check or investigation. To find any potential clues. One success. One success. Okay. You go deep into the woods and you find an area very weird of an area that's been cleared out. A lot of footprints, human footprints, they go out there and there is just fur on the ground. There is broken bottles but it's not like soda bottles. Instead of like a brown root beer or alcoholic beverage, it is some kind of green liquid that has spilled out of the broken bottles. But there's more broken glass than there is liquid, so someone or some multiple people drink most of the liquid and smash the bottles. And uh, yeah, a lot of footprints coming in and then leaving, and this whole area has been cleared out, making almost like a circle very like cultish kind of and that is what you find this mystery will have to be continued at a different point that's all you're gonna be able to find out for this mystery dude 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 travis for today yes blood cult circle that's a great band name that's a pretty that's a dope band name (laughs) (laughs) blood cult circle i think I think your brother's in a cult. It's definitely in a cult. What do you think about this? You don't have any say in this, obviously. I'm not there. But that's a dope band name. Blood Cult Circle. Yeah, that's pretty good. I wrote it down. So you guys spend some time here, and you probably spend a couple hours. That's pretty much all you find. And at least for now, uh, you give up any hope of finding anything out. In the future, though, more things will appear. At this point, you guys eventually meet back up again, or I guess, no, let's go to Travis, or, oh, God damn it, uh, Brad. <laughs> you find Christopher Boyd's house, who chatted with some people to try to find the address. Well, you did find the address, but maybe you, you're probably the more, ch- are you talkative or are you shy? Depends on the situation. I, like, I'm curious, like, if you take a bus to get there, will you talk to people to try to learn more about this uh, guy? Hell no. No. no I don't no. deal with stupid people. Okay, that's fair. All right. <laughs> but you do find his house. Um, this house has a high metal fence with what appears to be a locked gate. The garden is overgrown, and everywhere there are bird houses and bird feeders. The house is two stories tall and narrow and uh, tilted alarmingly. At the top, there's a balcony. What would you like to do? Uh, is there any sort of like keypad or anything by the gate? No, no. It's a basic metal gate fence. It's no high tech at all. Fair enough. I grab the first rock I can see and I huck it at the house. At, the house. at the house. Okay. Uh, your character is on the weaker side. I will have you roll force to try hit it. Actually, don't even bother. Um, knowing even if you got a success or not, it wouldn't do anything. No one answers. And that's either because no one's inside or anyone that's inside won't care even if you knock in their house or hit it with rocks. All right. Uh, I hop the fence. Okay. Uh, it takes a little bit to crawl over, but you do crawl over. Um, 
you start going towards the house and you go up to it. I check for traps. You check for traps? Okay. <laughs> Any traps. I don't care if it's a bear trap. I don't care the if it's door's a door's a mimic. No. <laughs> I check for traps. Uh, you look around and uh, doesn't appear to be any traps. Do you have trap finding? Tingling well, with the handle a little bit. It is locked though. Maybe there's a trap on the other side. But at least in the front of the door, no traps. Okay. So the guy's rigged his lawn with explosives. I like that. <laughs> uh, so what do I see while I'm in his garden, I guess? You don't see any birds. All the bird cages he had are open. And in fact, to your alarm, there are a couple dead birds with their heads cut off on the ground. Uh, probably gross you out a little bit. Do they look like they've been clawed and or... Nope, it looks like they were sliced off with some kind of knife or bladed weapon. All right, I go and knock on the door. You knock on the door, you keep knocking, nothing. Do you want to keep knocking, or do you want to try a different method? Uh, I go around to the back of the house. He doesn't have a back door. There are windows, and one is a really heavy window that I will have to have you roll forest for if you want to lift it, but you think that if your little arms can lift it, you could crawl inside. That's the only window I can crawl in is the heavy one. All right, fair enough. The other ones seem to be locked. Sure. While you roll that, I'm going to ask uh, Becky and Travis, after investigating the woods in a while, where do your characters go? Either together or singularly? Let's start with Becky. I'm going to go look for Brad because I'm bored with this. Okay. So you guys go find uh, Brad and you're going to be spending some time in town asking around, but eventually someone will tell you that they saw him go down that one creepy road that goes to Christopher Boyd's house. Do you, your characters don't know much about him except that he used to be on TV and he's very much or was obsessed with birds. In fact, someone told you that at one point they heard that he jumped off a cliff wearing a homemade bird costume to kill himself or to learn how to fly, but didn't work out for him. Dude, that guy sounds messed up. He does sound messed up. Why is Brad getting involved with some messed up bird dude? Oh, <laughs> he probably wants to get more talking pigeons for the band. <laughs> talking pigeons could be the band name. Dude, talking pigeon. That is a great band name. Red Colt Circle Talking Pigeons. No, 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 no. Just talking pigeons. Talking, talking pigeons is a good name. Pigeons. Talking pigeons All right, is a good that's name. That's the band name. That's the band name. <laughs> Let's cut over to Brad. What, any successes? No. Would you like to push or use your drive or any luck points to use a reroll? Uh, I'll use my luck for a reroll. Sure. Uh, you can reroll all of, the, all of them. Two successes. Nice. You open it, and do you want to add any extra effects? Whatever the first thing I see is what I'm looking for. Sure. Uh, what you see then immediately is the back of what you seem to be Christopher Boyd. A man who his hair has grown out and he's wearing some kind of weird looking like not pigeon like a canary bathrobe <clears throat> like really bright canary yellow except he's walking around barefoot muttering to himself holding an axe like Jack Nicholson from The Shining not gonna get too close to that alright and I... he's going 
Come here, birdie, 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 birdies. Come here. Come to Poppy. Oh, uh, the window's still open, right? <laughs> uh, it is, yeah. All right, I quickly crawl out. <laughs> I go and find one of the dead birds, and I plop its head back on, and then I go back inside the house. Ew. Okay. Uh, what do you want to do next? I... Toss the bird in his general direction. Okay, the head rolls off, and he steps on it, crushing the little head in, and he slips and then falls backwards, landing on the dead body of the bird. Perfect. I grab the axe. You go over and uh, you try to force force the axe out of him. You are it's like a ninety-year-old man. Or Can is he there a really wrestle? Have that good of a grip, Brad? Why do you keep trying to wrestle? Brad loves wrestling. <laughs> you can choose between force and move. Session. You could move fast enough to grab it, so I would allow move if you wish. I mean, they're both equal, so it does not matter. Okay, then, uh, yeah, we'll force, I guess. All right. One success, surprisingly enough. You take the axe away from him, and he gets up and goes, Ah! Who are you? Give me back my axe. That is what protects myself from them. Oh, I've got no problems with you protecting yourself. I just want to know about the talking pigeons. He goes... There's pigeons now, too? Yep, all pigeons. He goes, if you think it's just pigeons, friend, I pity you. <laughs> That's all I've met is talking pigeons. So if you got any more, please explain. He goes, someone, I don't know who is, has tampered with the birds. They have now become intelligent and aggressive. I have noticed, though, to your credit, I have heard pigeons chattering i thought it was just because i was crazy but i think pigeons have developed into more good birds they can speak and they seem to have more intelligence of working together to build their social lives while the other birds have become more aggressive my own birds have been and he points to his own body where there's peck marks and claw marks all over him they've been attacking me and he points towards the dead bird he just sat on until i got to them that is he goes, I, I, I don't know, kid, what you're doing. I would say stay away from them. I don't want to help. I'm going to just stay here and do my thing. But I got to, I can, if you, is anything else I can do to help you? Anything you want to know? Do you know what caused the birds to go crazy and or start talking? No, but I have a couple theories. Let's hear them. Any Theory number one, they are led by a goshawk really big hawk that they seem the all right other next birds. theory oh okay uh <laughs> the goshawk one is it a good idea or no you... i said next theory let's okay okay it. other one there is someone called donald dixon he used to work for the factory uh he quit his job to follow some other scientist that he loved he was really obsessed with this girl anyway i know him through connections and he was obsessed with birds. Like me, Next the other uh, ones, birds, they just, evolution has come together now. All right. I don't like your last theory. Here's your axe back. Have a good day, sir. Don't kill any more of your birds. Well, they're already dead. Doesn't matter. I hop out the window and run. You run up to the front and you slam headfirst into Becky and Travis. Um, I'm going to fall down to the ground and then I'm going to get up and up. I'm going to fall down to the ground. Then I get up and I punch Brad in the shoulder. And I'm like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> so, dude, 
The guy's crazy. I, I, I'm sorry. But, you know, you're pretty headstrong. I'm sure you can take it. You guys knew that this dude was crazy already. So you guys are kind of like, then why did you go to don't, meet this man? Don't say what they're going to do. They I mean, choose what they're going all to right, do. All right, that's fair. Didn't you hear about the bird suit incident? I didn't hear about that, but I'd like to hear about that. <laughs> Apparently he put on a little bird suit and took a little fly over the cliff. He survived it, you know? Can you call a man crazy for that? Is he... I mean, he survived it, but at what cost? Like, is he... He's very broken. Yeah. <laughs> but he survived. Anyway... Did you find out anything interesting about the Talking Pigeons, which is also our band name? Oh, you guys run a band name! That's so dope! Yeah. Hells yeah! We were going to go with... Fist bump. We were going to go with Blood Cult Circle because we found a, bu- a Blood Cult Circle, but then... Hasn't everyone in their pigeons. life had a blood cult circle? We're pretty sure Becky's brother's in a in a cult. Oh, he's in a blood Okay, that would make sense by the name. Yeah. Anyway, so he's got two and a half theories. <laughs> <laughs> One is Donald from the the what, what the factory. The duck. Donald the duck from the factory. Yeah. He found a scientist, fell in love, and is obsessed with birds and mutilated them. Donald Duck is a bird. Donald Duck is a bird. This isn't the same Donald Duck, but yes. Uh, was this first theory again? That's up to you or number. Shit. Uh, Wait, the factory? Yeah, the factory. That's, I mean, that's where my dad works as an engineer. He's a product engineer. Oh, well, I mean, he could help manufacture birds. You know, that's, that's. that's Is your dad in a bird cult and your brother's in a blood cult? (laughs) Are you in a dumb cult? Oh, (laughs) shit. I don't know. Are you guys dumb cult with me? (laughs) Clearly, because we're with you, boss. It's true. We are a dumb cult. Cult, 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 cult. Anyway. The next scene. What was the next theory? (laughs) Uh, One of the theories is birds evolved. Probably didn't happen that quickly. Uh, hmm. Last theory was something, something, something. I can't remember. That sounds legit. Yeah. So right now you have one and a half theories. Yes. Because half theory is birds evolved. Even if one you forgot. The next scenes has become late. You guys say you guys will meet up together tomorrow. And you guys are very excited about this mystery you guys are starting to unravel. We're going to do a quick scene of you guys all at your parents' house of uh, what you do when you get home. Maybe go straight to bed and fall asleep because you're exhausted, or maybe you stay up a little bit watching TV. You guys can let me know. Uh, The one thing I will let you guys know... Becky, you should study your brother while you're home. I was already thinking about that. Keep a notebook on him. (laughs) Keep a notebook on him, yeah. Let's uh, go around the table, starting with the character of Travis. So I was just in my room trying to, like, relax and go through the day and work on some new chords for the new song I'm working on. And my parents bust into my room and accuse me of stealing beer and cigarettes, which, yeah, okay, I did, but they have no proof. They say they know, though. They, they don't just know. know. Shit. They, when you ask them for actual proof, they don't show you the cigarettes that you might have stole, but... Yeah, because they're shoved under my mattress. (laughs) (laughs) 
Becky, what do you do when you get home? Um, so I'm gonna go in, dinner's ready, so I'm gonna go sit at the table, and Dad's there eating while he's reading a book, and, um, my brother's eating in, in his room, and Mom's talking on the phone, she's not eating, she doesn't eat much. How is your parents' relationship? Um, it's fine, I guess, like, they don't really argue, but, like, they don't really do much together either. Your father goes, oh, sport, you're back. Hey, Dad. He goes, learn anything good today? I know school is over, but you can learn something every day. You know it, Dad. Well, well what did you learn? I learned, uh, so in summer school today, we had sex education class. And we, I'm going to say. oh, this is a conversation you got to have with your mother. <laughs> and he opens up his newspaper and gets back to reading. Okay. <laughs> Before you go to bed, you told me that your mother was on the phone. You overhear her talking about one over kid at your school. Someone you guys all know. Uh, that character is going to be called Stevie. Stevie T. He's uh, someone that maybe when you guys grow up a couple more years, you guys will eventually buy drugs from. But right now, the most any guys will smoke is the cigarettes that Becky pawns off. What was his name? Oh, well, we actually get weed from Hobo Jim. Oh, Hobo cigarettes. Jim. Oh, okay. No, no, we, we don't talk about the weed. Just, just cigarettes. Okay. Yeah. You guys probably get the skunk weed from him, though. It's like just a bag full of parsley or something. Yeah. You guys are like, oh my god, I'm so high. It's just you guys inhaling smoke. But CBT, who is uh, at your school, this kid who also, like Becky, has fallen behind a year or two. Three, four, five. We don't count. He apparently was victim to a nightmare. And you guys are like, who gives a shit? This nightmare was so severe that he went from the troublemaking kid who probably bullies you at some point, uh, Brad. You've probably been bullied by this DVT before. He yeah. has been leaving kids alone. He won't leave his house because he's so terrified of the dreams that were attacking him for apparently more than one day. And apparently the friend that your mom, uh, Becky, Becky's mom, uh, is talking to on the phone, she had to bring Stevie T to therapy wow which for the 80s yeah like only crazy people go to the shrinks yeah that right? kid is messed up yeah that kid must be messed up so that's weird He's, he belongs in the same asylum at this point Just yeah send him so you're right cbt uh used to shove brad into the locker but i punched him in the face and he doesn't do that anymore oh well, that's good yeah. maybe that's part of the connection why you guys became friends it is yeah. or you or why you follow I, them around I really Really scared of Becky. <laughs> she, she punched Stevie T. He's, he's a bad dude. Yeah. And she punched him. Well, um, apparently he's less of a bad dude now. Uh, uh, well, I don't know that. I don't talk to Becky's mom. Oh, that's true. Not that often. <laughs> We're oh, kind of Becky's friends. Becky's mom has got it going on. <laughs> not saying she does or doesn't, but, you know. Okay. I'm not so... good, going to say that she does or does not have it indeed got it going on. <laughs> I will deny that. Okay, we're, we're back in the nineties. Let's go back to the eighties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, get back to the eighties. Right, so uh, while mom is on the phone talking to her friend, and I'm hearing about that because she's very loud when she's on the phone, um, I'm gonna like sneak outside of Dave's room, 
I'm just gonna like crack open the door a little bit and I'm gonna look in because he hasn't been out of his room all day. No, uh, he actually put himself to bed early. He looks exhausted. He's snoring. He's got one of his hands off the bed. Usually he stays up way past you go to bed. He goes out and has a smoke, but he looks exhausted. He's just tuckered out and he's snoring already. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, sneak into his room and I'm gonna look around. Sure. Uh, so I will have you both sneak. Uh, to go in and potentially find anything that could uh, give you a hint to what is going on with with Dave. Yes. Dave, yeah. So that is seven dice. Nice. And I see fun. at least one success. Okay. You go in there and you start searching around. You do find pamphlets. You do know that he hasn't been going to work recently, but you and your mother, and maybe even father, you guys don't know what he's been up to. He does he's not the one to join clubs or sports or anything like that. He just hangs out with friends and smokes cigarettes pretty much. And tries to stay out of trouble if he can. You find a pamphlet, actually multiple, of to join the uh, local what was it, the scouts? Like the Boy Scouts. Like join the Boy Scout pamphlet, and there is even a I don't know if it would be Cub Scout or what age group he would be in, but he does have like one of those little felt badges. Probably that they an give. Eagle Scout. Eagle Scout. He's got one of the Eagle Scout badges. He's still too old, but yes. But yeah, it looks like in his spare time he's been going to the Boy Scouts and he's an Eagle Scout. That's weird. That's kind of unlike him, but that's cool. You guys think that normally Dave would be like, fuck the Boy Scouts, they're a bunch of dweebs and nerds. But no, he's a part of him, so good for him, I guess. Good um, on him for character growth. I'm gonna... Uh, earlier, I had seen that he was scratched up. I'm just gonna, like, pull back the blankets a little bit and try to see if he's still injured or, like... Sure. Uh, he's turned away from you, but his back is also scratched up. Okay. And you don't see anything else. Uh, you don't see his chest, but, yeah, his back is scratched too, not just his chest. Okay. All right. Now we're gonna go to Brad... Tell us about coming back home and what you do before going to bed and meet up with your friends tomorrow morning. So when I get home, I army crawl back across the floor, <laughs> back to the stairs so I can get to my room safely. <laughs> such an awkward little kid. <laughs> I love that. Uh, uh, I do make a little bit of noise. So unfortunately, my dad notices I'm around. Doesn't know where I am, luckily. Uh, Where's that goddamn cat? Yeah. Uh, Your beer can getting slammed against the wall. It was about inches above my head. I, I know it's there. <laughs> uh, I make it quick. I make a quick dash from wherever I am back to the stairway, and I hop up the stairs back to our room. Okay. And uh, anything grab, you do before bed, or just uh, jump into bed? I, I wait for my parents to eventually wander off and doze off to their slumber, whether it's in their favorite chair or in the bed. And then I sneak downstairs and grab a bite to eat. Because, you know, gotta, gotta have sustenance. Yeah. Can't die of starvation. What do you say your favorite food was again? It was like eggs or something? Eggs on toast. Oh, yeah. You probably don't make that this late, though. Wanna bet? It is a meal <laughs> for all times. <laughs> I what? was just going to say, that is a meal for all times, Austin. What are you talking about? <laughs> I what know the is a character. snack, though? Because, like, you're probably, you're probably... Eggs on toast is a snack. But you'll probably wait to have your mom cook in the morning. Eggs on toast, yes. I'll wait for that, too. <laughs> well, like, what is a snack kids in the 80s would grab just when they're hungry before bed? 
Cool Ranch Doritos. <laughs> Thank you, mateys, baby. <laughs> I don't think they were, but okay. Cool Ranch Doritos it is. All right. Now. On toast. We're going to cool go to day two of the mystery. With eggs. Shh, we haven't got the eggs yet. That's for morning. So far. Next time on the Beer and Pretzel Podcast. I love the Ewoks. They are mm. so cute. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love the Ewoks. Best part. Best Star Wars. They're great. I love picturing like the troublemaker kid, the golf troublemaker, just fawning over the cute Ewoks. I am. I'm like doing the thing where I've got my little hands together and my elbows out and I'm like wiggling my butt. <laughs> I'm just so excited about the Ewoks. They're so cute. They're so cute. I mean, they're essentially garbage monkeys, but yes. Shut the fuck up, Brad. <laughs> Travis, <laughs> Travis, did you see those Ewoks? I, I did see the Ewoks. They are very cute.